cart secure, Hauka stepped up to the ledge. The girl was nowhere to be seen. Storms. Had she been some kind of spren? Hauka searched again but saw nothing, though there was this strange black dust at her feet. It blew away in the wind. Captain? Rez asked. Take over immigration for the next hour, Rez. I need a break. Storms. How on Roshar was she ever going to explain this in a report? Heroes of presents The Storm Pod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. First novella, Edge Dancer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters one, two, and three of Edge Dancer. Yes, we've started a new book, a new novella, I guess. Um, So yeah, um, there's going to be spoilers for the first three chapters. This book is small enough and the chapters are small enough that I think we're going to do three chapters each episode. I think that'll be a a really nice length. Anyways, I wanted to remind everyone that we are not going to be covering the prelude to this novella, which is um, interlude nine in Words of Radiance. So if you want to refresh your memory on what we thought of that first um, encounter with Lyft in the Bronze Palace with Gox and Darkness and and all that fun stuff that happened, go back to uh, episode 36 of the um, Words of Radiance season and check out what we thought about it there, because we're not going to be talking about it here, though we may be referring to it uh, a little bit. So if you need a refresher, go back and check out episode 36. Um, Anyways, everyone, we're on something new here. This is super fun. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and I've never seen him consume someone's soul. Maybe he's vegetarian. It's Jack. What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? Good, dude. Uh, so I have been known to be vegetarian yeah, here and there sometimes. intermittently throughout my life. Yeah. So sometimes you eat kale. Yeah. Sometimes you eat Kyle, which is really weird. Yeah. Sometimes I eat kale. Sometimes I have <laughs> Kyle. Sometimes I eat Kyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've uh, yeah. Right now I'm eating kale. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, you know what this. Uh, this is amazing. This, uh, this little, this little, this little lift. Yeah. How does it feel what being on to a new book? Like we've been stuck on words of radio for so long. No, stuck. Are no, you kidding? I don't, I don't mean it like that. I, I mean, yeah, I mean no, it I more know, like if this is a breath of, breath of fresh air, like a new yeah, character, yeah. a whole new area of Roshar to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah, fun, right? I am. Uh, well, it's just, it's more. How, how about this? We've been stuck on the shattered plains for so long. It's so nice to be somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's nice to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It is. But this is, uh, it's a delight. Edge Dancer, these first three chapters yeah. that we're covering today. Wow. I like that they're, I like that they're short chapters. I like that they're, yeah, um, I like that shorter. we get to do three chapters in one episode. I feel like I it's going to move, you know, like three chapters, a little, we're going to glide through this. You think? Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's really nice. Do you think really we're nice. going to oil ourselves up? We're going to. 
It's like We're gonna uh, lube our way it's through like episodes. Lube, lube Man from uh, the Watchmen TV show. I don't know if you ever Mister, seen that. Mister Lubes. <laughs> um, Edge Dancer. I gotta say right off the bat, this glyph at the start of this. Yeah. Um. This. Uh. This novella is amazing. It's a really great design. I yeah. Love it. it looks ominous, but yet like kind of graceful, which is really cool. Yeah. Um. I no, want, I'm really, I'm really digging I want it. to remind the listener right now, actually, before we start, um, I've mm. never read this book before. I've never read uh, right. Edge Dancer before, right. so I'm reading these chapters for the first time, just like you, and I, it, what a breath of fresh air for me. Like, you know, I just yeah. said it's nice to be able to be in a new book, but it's also nice to read new Stormlight Archive material. Like, I, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> glad that I was a slacker before and never read them, you know? Like, it's nice. Do I get to put you in the corner and tell you not to go maybe, online? Yeah, and maybe, yeah, sort of maybe. Maybe, yeah. I'm not allowed to look up anything now. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is great. It's nice to be on a bit of, a bit of even footing this way. Yeah. Um... But of course, y- you reading it, you'll probably have the enjoyment of making connections. For sure. And I will st- try to remind you of those connections that I see. Yeah. Maybe not of the connections that are to come that you don't know about yet. Right. But the ones that are posthumously. Yeah. You're going to have to think, okay, I'm making connections mm-hmm, here, but mm-hmm. I can only share the connections right. up to Words of Radiance right. with Jack. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, cool. I think I like what we're going to do is we're, I think we're going to still do it the way that we've been doing it, which is where you kind of read the chapters over and then we okay. pause and talk about the things that, um, that matter to us. I don't, uh, sure. I don't think that yeah. the listeners really necessarily want to hear me read the chapters. Uh, instead, I think that they've gotten used to that silky smooth, sometimes oh, phlegmy oh. voice of yours. Those pear-shaped tones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly that, dude. You just gave me goosebumps. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, well, I, I will say this. Highlight for me right away, right away, Yeah, is that we're reading this together for the first time. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. There is a piece of- I, I, I can't wait to get here again with you yeah. on- like a major book, book? book on, yeah, book, on book five, five yeah. maybe book six, potentially probably. five. It could yeah. be six. I think book five will probably be out yeah. by the time we finish Rhythm of War. And like I said, there mm. might be a novella in between Rhythm of War and book six, yeah. so we might have to be covering that before. So yeah, yeah, who knows? But I did want to draw your attention to something here. The, in my copy, so you're reading. Okay. Let's t- tell the listeners what's going on here. You're reading sure. the last yeah, chapter I'm, of uh, of the um, Arcanum Unbound. Right, Arcana Unbound. The Arcanum Unbound. Unbounded. Yeah. Yes, the Cosmere Collection. So, in your version, there is no lift uh, prelude, which is the interlude. No, uh, nine from Words of Radiance. It's not in your copy. It's not here. I no. have. Thank no. you to Jane uh, House, which is uh, my uh, my best friend's wife. She lent me this tiny little hardcover, which is like the yes. uh, its own publication yeah. or whatever, uh, apart from Unbound. And in it, it has a piece of art. I ask, I want to ask you: do, Is there a piece of art at the beginning of the story here for you? There's one black and white sketch. Right. Yes. Okay. And it looks like it's the maze. There's a maze in front of her. Yes. Okay. I, yes. I thought maybe we should talk about it. Now this, yeah. this description comes up a little later. So I don't know if you want to talk about it now or if you want to talk about it when it comes up later of, uh, this is of, uh, Yidah, right? The city of Yidah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yidah. Yeda is how I, how I was saying it. Yidah. That's how I was saying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I love it. Uh, it's, um, 
we we it's, we've yeah, heard about these kinds of cities before. Sesmalix Dar, she mentions it actually in one of these chapters, that Sesmalix Dar is kind of like made in the ground so that when yes. a high storm comes, like most of the dwellings are are protected, right? Right. It's ingenious. But they do have to divert right. the water. Yes. And so they have selected trenchways to facilitate that, mm-hmm. which I thought is an, you know, an engineering genius sort of thing. Thank yeah. God for city planning. Maybe, maybe the people who built Ottawa could think about <laughs> a little bit about that too. Like <laughs> urban planning. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Urban planning is a thing. Yeah. I don't think it existed until it was too More late. More recently. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. When, when major roads are built and then afterwards you're yeah. like, maybe we should have thought of that. Yeah. That's, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, no, this is re- this is a really great piece of art. Um, so you have all of the caravans, merchants. Well, what Lyft thought were going to be the majority of merchants going into mm-hmm. Yetta, but but it's not. No, it's it seems to be a, um, refugees. A, a lot of refugees, a lot of immigrants coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah, because there's the war between Imul and right. Um, uh, Imul and. What's the other uh, nation? I have it in the... It's, it's coming up when, once we get into the chapter. Yeah, but. I have it in the info dump. Let's let, Actually, let's get yeah. into it now because we're kind of uh, putting the cor- cart before the, the chawl here, so... Okay, let's let's dive in. Mm-hmm. Lift... Well, okay, first of all, chapter one, we don't get any chapter names. No, there, and, and there's no chapter okay. names. No chapter names, just numbers. Right. So I thought it would be kind of fun for us to come up Ooh, with. Ooh, I love that. That's because great. Because there, there, isn't, there isn't a name for these chapters. Right. Okay, so. Now, I don't, I don't think I found one for chapter one, so I'll have to try with you now to try to find of one. Of course. I love that. I love, uh, maybe we yeah. should do that live recording it, come up with a, a chapter title. Maybe there's a highlight yeah. at the end of each chapter and maybe a yeah. potential chapter name too. I, chapter I love name. this. This is great, dude. Because we could name it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing it doesn't have oh. is there's no epigraph. No epigraphs. We get no. right to it. So I like that too. Yep. Okay. So on mine, I do have a little uh, drawing, a small drawing, what looks to be of a bounty. Yeah. Like a cornucopia uh, of some kind. I'm seeing a cornucopia. Yes, exactly. Lots of different things to eat, breads, dr- uh, a glass of what looks like a glass of wine, mm-hmm. but it could be something else. I imagine that this picture is probably in a little heart locket around Lyft's neck and so when she's like oh food i love you so much yeah, she food, looks, snaps i love it you back. so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay here we go chapter one of edge dancer yeah lift prepared to be awesome mm-hmm. she sprinted across an open field in northern tashik tashik i have to say i love saying it mm-hmm because it reminds me of Kashyyyk yeah. in, uh, in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I just love it. I think it's a, a great uh, word to say. Mm-hmm. Phonetically, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, a little more than a week's travel from Azimir. The place was overgrown with brown grass, a foot or two high. I like this. I love it when he goes into the plants because brown grass for me, I immediately think of, of these uh, cinnamon-colored uh, sedges mm-hmm. that I that are used in uh, landscaping. Oh, that's nice. Um, trees, tall, twisty, the trunks made of interwoven vines and branches that pointed upward more than out. They were known as drop deads because of their springy roots. In a storm, they'd fall over flat and just lie there. And then after the storm, they'd pop back up Almost like a rude gesture made at the passing winds. <laughs> Highlight. Love it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, love it. And this whole, 
this whole drop dead reference because it's going to come up later where lift is saying that i'm a drop right i'm a drop dead right so i had to think on this and think yeah when the storm comes you you play dead there there are i'm pretty sure i try to do a little bit of research for this for the info Mm -hmm. dump and i couldn't Mm -hmm. find it but i'm pretty sure we actually got a name in one of the first two novels of what this kind of tree is called Right. And she just calls them a drop dead. But I'm pretty sure dead. that well, Shalon probably drew a picture of one of these in one of the first two books. What's so amazing about this character is that she's naming all kinds of things. Right. That we already know. Like right. her being awesome. Yeah. Is having stormlight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it, and that's what I love about Lyft. It's like, okay, you you can call it potato all you want. <laughs> right. Like, right. you know, it's like, to me, egg, it's eggplant, baby. Yeah. It's like calling a window a void bringer. It's a, she's getting it all wrong, yeah, but somehow it's perfect. Like, yeah. Well, and that's got me kind of like, oh, okay. Are we back to Spren being void bringers? <laughs> like potential, there's truth there. <laughs> maybe. Like, oh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe so it's my, just my, Lyft. I, it could be just lift, but it has a first reader. Well, I'm I'm spinning a little bit with it, but mm-hmm, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that. But these yeah. drop deads, I love it. I love that they fall flat and then spring back up. And I love that Brandon Mister Sanderson says that it's like a rude gesture. Yeah. So when the like wind a, goes by, it's like the trees like are giving a middle the finger. finger. It's like, <laughs> yeah, screw you. I, I'm yeah. still here. Yeah. The storm didn't get me. Okay. Lift's run startled a group of axe hinds who had been grazing nearby. These were lean creatures, four-legged. They're good eating, actually, these beasties, as they're called. But for once, Lyft wasn't in the mood to eat. Mm-hmm. She was on the run. Love this. Yeah. I love this little... This, I love this... I, can I call her a kid? Is she, she is a like, kid, she's yeah. She's a kid. She's like... She's 11, 12? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure like exactly how old she is. We, we get mm-hmm. it in the interlude, but she's like 11 yeah. or 12, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Mistress Windle, her pet Voidbringer called. He took the shape of a vine. Mistress, he pled. Can't we please just go back? Right. Nope. Lift became awesome. And she drew on the stuff <laughs> inside. So, again, this is amazing. I love it. That it's she's, so funny. It's not Stormlight. No. She calls it, you know, the stuff. It's like the, you know? the this whole series is just the stuff archives, according to the Lyft. stuff. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The stuff archives. Brandon, Brandon. Mr. Sanderson presents <laughs> the <laughs> New York Times bestseller. The, the stuff, stuff archives. <laughs> it's got so much stuff, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, so she slid. As if on ice. Hang on, I, I got a little ahead of myself. She drew in the stuff that made her glow. Mm-hmm. She slicked, capital S on the slick. She slicked the soles of her feet with it and leaped into a skid, mm-hmm. as if on ice. Long black hair. I love this description of lift right here. Can we, can we talk about this? Yes. Loose, a loose overshirt, a tighter brown undershirt, and loose cuffed trousers. Yeah. This kid is awesome she's punk rock she's punk rock yeah got long black hair yeah dude not you know rude gesture to the wind like makes <laughs> she like, makes deals with uh old magic uh, beings and shit she just doesn't care man Let's i do this. love this i love lift yeah i and you know what i really i'm really liking window me too i'm connecting big time <laughs> well, with a gardener. gardener yes yes please dude yeah it's oh. so funny 
Okay. She slid and felt free. Mm-hmm. Just her and the wind. And here we get the wind again. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily against her. She's actually moving with it and, and a little later trying to use her power to glide with it. Right. Well, she's, she, which a little later she gets friction from it, right? She's going against from it. From it, yeah. And so she's going like, against uh, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a little, yeah, she's, she's figuring things out there, yeah. but I was thinking, well, can you actually slick yourself to the wind? The, the thing to... I like about her here, we're going to, she's going to tell us in a little bit, but one of the things I really like about this, these three chapters is that, um, we're learning that as awesome as she is, as awesome as Lyft is yeah, and that she was right. in the last interlude, she's still figuring out her powers. Oh yeah. She's still figuring out how to use them and you know, she's still. She's 11. Yeah. But I mean, her you know? age does not really depict how long she's been using the power either, right? Because we know that she, well, part of the deal she made with the Night Watcher right. has to do with her age, right? So, um, right. but I really just like how she's still figuring it out. You know, she doesn't have it all figured out yet. Doesn't have it all figured out. Yeah. Okay. Felt free. Small windspren were coming around her like a white ribbon in the air, started to follow her. Oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And then she hit a rock. She tumbles in the air and then hit the stone face first, but reflexively, she made her face awesome. (laughs) Right. So that it would glide along the rock. Yeah, she wouldn't get hurt by it. You know, she is the ultimate skateboarder. You want her. She's grinding, Because if you fall, if you fall and and get hurt, like, this is what you want to do. You want to glide. You want to be awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine if Tony Hawk was an edge dancer. Well, he, he, he is an edge is. dancer. Yeah, he, he, is, he an is an edge dancer. dancer. Dude, yeah, that's it, dude. Yeah. Tony Hawk and and lift. Yeah, this is it. Um, she tumbles in the air, hits the ground face first, makes her face awesome, and she hits the tree, and the tree slowly fell over, playing dead. <laughs> yeah, I love this. And a little later. She does it, it happens again, and two more fall yeah, yeah. as if to be like, well, I guess we, we, we should do it too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is so funny. Lyft sits up, and she had cut her foot, but her awesomeness plugged up the hole. So again, the stormlight inside of her, she's healing. This is a good example of what we just talked about in the last episode where um, a, a surge binder doesn't need to expend, doesn't need to do anything to heal. The stormlight right. in their body automatically heals. It heals. Yeah. Right. When a part of her was awesome, it just kind of glided, but she still felt stupid. Mm -hmm. Mistress, Wendell says, his vine was uh, like a, had bits of crystal growing out of him Mm -hmm. along the vine's length. I love this. And then it disappears into dust. Yeah. As he, as he builds, he dissipates. As he, he grow. Yeah. It's coming up here. He actually grew leaving a long trail of vines behind him that would soon crystallize and decay into dust. I love it. It's so awesome. Voidbringers were strange. <laughs> he wound around himself in a circle like a rope coiling, forming a small tower of vines. I couldn't help but think of Urethiru. Yeah. Uh, a face forms out of the vines and leaves and gemstones, and the mouth worked as he spoke. Oh, mistress, he said, can't we stop playing out here? Please, we need to get back to Azimir. Mm-hmm. Go back? Lyft stood up. We just escaped that place. Escaped? The palace? Mistress, 
You were an honored guest of the emperor. You had everything you wanted. As much food, as much all lies, she declared, hands on hips. A la Peter Pan? Right. Yeah, we just watched Hook the other day with the kids and... Did you? Dude, can oh, we just take a moment Hook. and say... During this, we, we watched Hook with the uh, Light Weavers Appreciation Guild not too long ago. Yeah. And I yeah. enjoyed it. It was fun. But I watched it again with my kids and watching my kids just like this wonder in their eyes, <clears throat> it mm. really hit me hard how much I miss Robin Williams. Like he yeah, was such an ingrained, we just watched Jumanji last the week before. And first um, one, yeah. I just, he was such a part of my youth. Like, you know, yeah. you could always guarantee that he was going to do something amazing that we were going to love. And uh, man, I miss that guy. Yeah. You know what? He's, uh, he's still with us, yeah. right? Yeah. That's it. Hands on hips to keep me from noticing the truth. They were going to eat me, she says. <laughs> Windle stammers. He wasn't so frightening, she was thinking, for a Voidbringer. He must have been like the kind of Voidbringer that all the other ones made fun of for wearing silly hats. The one that would correct all the others and explain which fork they had to use when they sat down to consume human souls. I love this little observation of hers because yeah. she's like, you're not, you're not that scary no. for being a Voidbringer. Right. You're, just, you're, you're like the dork of the... Of the <laughs> You must, have been, of, of you must have been bullied by the other Voidbringers. Of the Voidbringers, yeah. yeah. You're the one wearing the silly hat. You're just the gardener. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. Mistress, Windle says, humans do not eat other humans. You were a guest. Yeah, but why? She says. They gave me too much stuff. You saved the Emperor's life. That should have been good for a few days of freeloading, she says. I once pulled a guy out of prison, and he gave me five whole days in his den for free and a nice handkerchief, too. That was generous. The Asians let me stay as long as I wanted. They wanted something. Only explanation for it. They was going to starve and eat me. So, Wendell is trying to protest here. It's just, but... Right. But Lyft started running again. So, before we, we move on to this little uh, uh, run sequence again, I do want to point... We pointed it out when we re we covered the interlude, but I want to point out that one of her curses is starving, which is so funny, because she's starving. always thinking yeah. about food. Um, yeah. I also want to point out that um, that Gox is the emperor. Remember, at the end of the, right. the interlude, he, she saved this kid. She and, saved him. Yeah, and that's why she she was an honored guest. Wendell doesn't have it wrong here. Wendell is right. No. She was an honored no. guest. <laughs> totally right. Yeah. But what I love it is that everything uh, appears to be related to consumption with her. Right. And she's afraid of being eaten up. Right. Where she won't be what she is. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. And, and it's so true. Like, cause if you're eaten up, you're turned into something else. Yeah. She, I think she says it a little later that they wanted to change me too much. I wouldn't be me. Right. Yeah. It's my, dude, it's my highlight. I think yeah. of this thing yeah. is her, is this whole idea of her, um, trying to maintain what she is. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really, really, really like it. So she starts running um, again. <clears throat> so she starts running. Yeah. So hang on. Uh, Liv starts running again. Cold stone grass burrows felt so good on her toes and her feet. No shoes. What good were shoes? In the palace, they'd started offering her heaps of shoes and nice clothing, comfy coats, big comfy coats, the kind of clothing that you could get lost inside of. She'd like wearing something soft for once, though. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. But what I really like 
is that she's one character that will not be asking Kaladin for his boots. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true, actually. <laughs> then they'd start. Then they'd start asking these uh, the people in the palace, "Why not take some lessons and learn to read?" They were grateful for what she'd done for Gox, who was now the Prime Aquasix, a fancy title for their leader. She could have tutors. She could learn how to write. And she says here, it had started to consume her. If she had stayed, how long would it have been before she wasn't lift anymore? How long until she'd have been gobbled up? Another girl left in her place, with a similar face, but, the same, but at the same time, all new. That's my highlight. It's really cool. I mean, most, most people, you know, you, you cha- you're always changing. You know, if you right. learn to read, if you're wearing different shoes or, or if you're actually wearing shoes where you didn't yeah. have shoes before, it's, right. you're still you, you're just, you're changing. Everyone always changes, mm-hmm. but lift yeah. your right is set on not changing so much so that she made a deal with the night watcher to not change to not right. Right. So for me, this character, I mean, I don't know, is the most Peter Pan like. Yeah, she's very, very Hands much like on Peter hips. Pan. Yeah. I don't want to change. I don't want to grow up. I'm good. I don't need. I don't need shoes. Right. You need them, not me. Right. Yeah, it's, I love it. I like it too. That's lift another little uh, Peter Pan uh, note in your Peter Pan column. I don't here. know. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think that's how I'm co- sort of connecting with her. She tried using her awesomeness again. In the palace, they had talked about the recovery of ancient powers. These knights radiant. The binding of surges, the natural forces. I will remember those who have been forgotten. What does that sound like to this, you? This sounds like one of her. Like I, I think this is one of her ideals. Yeah, yeah. She she actually says. I will remember. She actually says these exact, or she doesn't say them. Uh, no, she does. She says them in the, in the uh, moment when she heals Gox. Excuse me. Oh, she she says say them it. the moment she heals Gox. Yeah. I will remember those who have been forgotten. Hmm. So it could be one of her ideals. I, yeah, I, chances Because we know that all orders, she, all surge binders have to say life before mm-hmm. death. Um, right. Um, strength before weakness. Journey, journey before destination. Yeah. They all have to right. say that at the very beginning. That's their first ideal. And then every right. single order says a different one. So this sounds ideal. like it could have been her second ideal. An ideal. Yeah. Right. She pounds her fist on the stones. Stupid ground, she says, or think, she thinks. Stupid awesomeness. How is she supposed to stay standing when her feet were slipperier than if they'd have been coated in oil? She was like a little crab scooting around this way and that when she got down on her knees. Mm-hmm. She's thinking, though, they were elegant things of beauty, Darkness had said. They could ride the thinnest rope. These were uh, edged... This is a comment about edged edge dancers. Yeah. They could ride the thinnest rope. They could dance across rooftops, more like a ribbon on the wind. I, lo- I love this. This is uh, from Nail. This is from Nail. Yeah, he this says this darkness. to her. Yeah. And she says, I should just go back to going on my knees. When we remember her, <clears throat> when we remember her from the interlude, a lot of her sliding movements were on her knees where she was most stable. Yes. She even says yep. it was so much easier. She could balance that way. Use her hands right. to steer like a little crab. Right. But like in, a little crab. And right yeah. now what she's doing now, she's not doing that. 
She's doing them on no. her feet to be. She's trying to be on her feet. She's yeah. trying to be elegant, a thing of beauty, like darkness said. Right. Right. They could ride the thinnest rope. How are you supposed to ride the thinnest rope on your knees? But you could do it on your yeah. feet. She thinks she's trying to better her game because of yeah. what darkness said. And I, I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's great. Um, I like that darkness's, um, observations mm-hmm. are not, um, like her, her connection to him is not necessarily like a deal breaker where he's evil. I need to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, she's more looking to him, I think as a, an opportunity. Right. And she thinks of one, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. Darkness, the shadow of a man who had chased her used his powers like lifts maybe he'd been lying but then again why would he he treated her derisively as if she were nothing worthless so why would he lie Mm -hmm. she reached the top of a small hill and then jumped coating her feet with power she started slipping immediately the air she pushed against it when moving was holding her back she hissed and then coated her entire self in power and she sliced through the wind, turning sideways as she skidded down the side of the hill. Air slid off of her, as if it couldn't find her. Even the sunlight seemed to melt off her skin. Mm-hmm. She was between places, here but not. No air, no ground, just pure motion. I love this. Yeah, This is really great. Yeah, it's cool. So fast that she reached the grass before it had time to pull away. Her skin started to glow. Smoky light was rising from her. She was laughing. She reached the bottom of the hill, and there she leaped some boulders and ran face first into another tree. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. The bubble of power popped off of her. This is great. I love this. The tree toppled over, and for good measure... The, two, the, the, the trees next to it decided to fall as well. Perhaps they thought they were missing out on, the, on something. Yeah, that's really funny. I love that. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, so in this, I love it. Pure motion. No air, no ground. Mm-hmm. Um, between places? Between Shades, Mar, and here? He talks about, to her about this a little later, doesn't he not? Yeah. 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 So I, I like that she kind of describes it that way too. Like she's got one foot in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I really, really, really like this. Um, Wendell found her grinning like a fool, staring up at the sun, spread out on a tree trunk, her arms interwoven with the branches, a single golden glory spren circling above her. Mm-hmm. Mistress, he says, oh, mistress, you were happy in the palace. I saw it in you. She didn't reply. And the emperor, Wendell continues, he'll miss you. You didn't even tell him you were going. I left him a note. A note? You learned to write? Storms know. I ate his dinner. Right out from under the tray cover while they were, they, while they was preparing to bring, bring to him. Gox will know what that means. I, I find that doubtful, Miss That's Chris. so funny, dude. I left him a note. You can write? No, I ate his dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's my note. Like he's going to know what that means. <laughs> oh, my dinner's eaten. I guess she left. I guess she must have left. Okay. So funny. Thanks, Lyft. Yeah. <laughs> so if she empties out your cupboards, 
um, she your, ain't your coming pantry. Back. She's never coming back. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hopped off the tree and continued walking through the field. She ran on food. Even more than most folk, than most folks, she could draw some awesomeness from everything that she ate. Her stomach was rumbling in complaint. She was cussing, sorry, she liked to imagine that it was cussing at her something awful, and she searched through her pockets. Hadn't she found a sausage in the, in the bottom before tossing the pack? Oh yeah, right, I ate that before watching the river spread a few hours ago. I like this, yeah. where she's like, yeah. she's, she brought food and had extra things, yeah. but it's like, oh yeah, I, I ate, ate that, that already. already. Yeah. yeah, I ate the Skittles, I ate the, like, she can't find anything else to eat. Mistress, Wendell says. Me have crumbs on it, she says around her handkerchief, because she was putting the handkerchief that she found in her mouth. Right, right. <laughs> She's like trying to like, like suck the juices know, out of it or something, get, like the, the yeah, grease. I don't know, yeah. like salivate around it. Yeah. You shouldn't have been surge binding so much, Wendell says to her. And we should have stayed in the palace. Oh, how did this happen to me? I should be gardening right now. I had the most magnificent chairs. Chars? Liff says, because her, her mouth is full yeah. of handkerchiefs, so she's saying right. abs- everything absolutely yeah. wrong, which I love it. Yes, chairs, Wendell says. While in Shadesmar, I had collected the most magnificent selection of the souls of chairs from your side. I cultivated them, you see, grew them into grand crystals. I had some Winstels, a nice Schober, quite the collection of spoonbacks, even a throne or two. You, Gurdon Chars? She asks him. Yeah. Of course I gardened chairs. What else would I garden? Plants. <laughs> Plants? He asks. Well, we have them in Shadesmar. But I'm no pedestrian gardener. I'm an artist. Why, I was planning an entire exhibition of sofas when the ring chose me for this atrocious duty. Right. We got this in the interlude what? too. With the ring? Yeah, the ring seems to be his kinds like counsel right yeah that's it right the they ring. decided okay. together where they were gonna go and who was gonna get picked right and remember that he said cool. in the interlude we picked you because of your connection to our mistress right right smoothed glamour graph food she says <laughs> would you take that out of your mouth he says <laughs> she did so Wendell huffed. Now, what were you trying to say? Gibberish, she says. I just wanted to see how you'd respond. She stuffs the handkerchief back into her mouth. Yeah. So she wasn't actually trying to say <laughs> no, anything. No, she wasn't. That's so... She's just too much fun. A strange Voidbringer. She'd never seen him act the least bit interested in consuming someone's soul. Maybe he was a vegetarian. Yeah, maybe like you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, they pass through a small forest. A small corpse of trees, she notes here, but she never saw any bodies. Yeah. It's funny. The, the trees had branches that wound around one another, dense and intertwined. I really like this observation that she sees in nature, mm-hmm. but yet she sees why it's done, but it's not for her. No. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll learn the value of the intertwining. Maybe. Maybe, that, maybe that's part of her journey. Right, is to realize yeah, that there's the, strength there yeah that'd be I guess my first that'll be my first little guess mm-hmm. um wound the, the branches wound themselves together they braced themselves 
But Lyft, she was a drop-dead. Don't intertwine. Don't get caught up. Go your own way. And then I went, go your own way, <laughs> go your own way. As soon as I read that, that's what I, my brain did. Of course, yeah. of course, right? Yes, that was definitely how she was. You couldn't live your life getting up and seeing the same things every day. You had to keep moving. Otherwise, people started to know who you were. And then they started to expect things from you. It was one step from there to being gobbled up. Mm-hmm. Is, I love she's it. referring to what she was saying earlier about being gone. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, she looked back. She looked backward, north up towards Azir. Wendell says, is this about what happened to you? I don't know a lot about humans, but I believe it was natural, disconcerting though it might appear. You aren't wounded. There's no. She shaded her eyes. Yeah, there's no, there's no explanation of what he means here. No. So you it could right. be, he could be referring to the thing that made her able to turn food into stormlight, but, but we don't know what he's referring. It could be something else. Um, Maybe there could have been an event that happened. I think, post, I uh, definitely think there is. And I definitely yeah. think we're going to find out somewhere in this book what that is. Oh, is that your little That's prediction? That's my little prediction. Um, that we're going to, whatever this Very is, cool. whatever this is. Whatever he's referring to, she's going to either gonna talk up. to him about it or it's going to be referred somehow. Maybe we'll get a okay. flashback of something that happened in her past. Because, I mean, right. it's Sanderson. How How is he not going to be able, how is he going to write a book without any flashbacks in it? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and a couple of alcoves in Hollywood. Right. <laughs> um, she shades her eyes. She's, she notes here the wrong things were changing. Mm -hmm. She was supposed to stay the same and the world was supposed to change around her. She'd asked for that, hadn't she? Right. She did from the Night Watcher, mm -hmm. right? This is referring to that. So I don't know if what Wendell said is also referring to that, but this, what she just thought, is definitely referring to this deal, this curse boon she has with the Night Watcher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that's it, is that from what happened to her, it's something that suggests that she will change mm -hmm. or needs to. Right. We know a little bit about what the result is that she can't, uh, that she doesn't age the same and that, right. and that she can turn food into stormlight, but we don't know really what any of that really means truthfully. And right. which, and remember we've talked about this before with the night watcher, which one's the curse and which one's the boon. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, maybe, maybe we'll find out more in this book. Right. Had she been lied to? Are we going back? Wendell, Wendell asks. No, she says, just saying goodbye. Lift shoved her hands in her pockets and turned around before continuing through the trees. Right, that's the end of the first chapter of the novella. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So I got a couple of so things I, I wanted to mention before we moved on. I didn't want to break the okay. flow. When she meant, sure. when she says what could sound like one of her, her second ideal, I will remember those yes. who have been forgotten. Forgotten, forgotten. Where yeah. my brain went, my brain automatically went to Taln, the madman's speech. You know the speech he says over and over and over again? When he's uh, in the in room, the incarcerated, and, just... and he's in the room, and he's yep. always saying this. He'll repeat the same like speech over and over again. At the beginning yeah. of it, he says, "Much will be forgotten." 
And then he starts listing all the heralds and what they'll do to help right. people remember what they forgot from right. the last age. And when she says, I will remember those who have been forgotten, I feel it made me feel like that a little bit, like, like much has been forgotten between uh, desolations and maybe an edge dancer's job is to remember. Like maybe we don't know. I don't, I'll be honest, Jack. I don't know much about an edge dancer. I think we're going to find out a lot about them in here. And I don't wow. know much about what their, I their wonder, creed I is or what memory... their, their philosophies are and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. It's weird how memory, like, I, I would have thought that memory would have been something associated with adhesion. Mm-hmm. And not something that's like this kid that's gliding, like, that's just pure motion. Well, we know, we know she has one very specific surge because she right. was able to use a healing power on Gox. And the surge of right. progression is the surge of growth, healing, and regrowth. So I don't know if that right. has anything to do with that, but she, her, right. uh, her, um, her, uh, what is it? Uh, her abrasion, the surge of friction mm-hmm. is like sticking to stuff. I don't know. I don't really know what the forgotten yeah. people has anything to do with either one of those surges or even the, yeah. the, 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 um, the edge dancers themselves. But I just wanted to point it out that it, for me, it made me think of how in between desolations, a lot is forgotten. And it seems like maybe one of their tenants or her tenant anyways, is to remember things. So I just really like that. Right. Me too. What's your, um, what's your highlight for this like little micro chapter here? It's going to be hard to find some highlights, but I don't just, just that she doesn't want to be gobbled up. Right. You know, that she wants to be free and be her doesn't want to change i don't want to wear boots Mm -hmm. i'm not wearing them i don't she's very reluctantly using her feet Mm -hmm. so that shows a little progression Mm -hmm. which is cool but i i like this character that says no like all these changes all these things you want me to do and learn and ways you want me to speak or be she's saying no right it's funny though because like what you just said progression the right. one of the, the healing that surge changed. that she has is called progression. Right. So she's trying to fight against the very nature of what an edge dancer can do, which is progress. Yeah. So Well and 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 really as a little kid, you don't really want to grow no. up. No. Really? No. Like do you? No, you don't. I, I mean no. I'm forty five. I don't want to grow up. You you, <laughs> you kind of rail against it. Yeah. You're just you're you're resistant to it. I don't know. I love this hands on the hip, gobbled up. Um alternate title for me i would say maybe no air no ground that's cool it's neat yeah my no air no my ground, highlight is one. that windle was a gardener of chairs um yeah we just did like a, a national <laughs> geographic ex, uh, a crystals experiment with my daughter where we got these like oh, yeah. uh, we got this uh, powder crystal powder warm wa- hot yeah. water and then you put these like seed rocks in the bottom of these jars and then crystals mm-hmm. grow out of them and when he, uh, when windle says you know i got these um r- these glass these beads these, these rocks that yeah. were representations of chairs in the physical world and then he made crystals grow out of them i just was like right. oh my god that is so cool that's so cool that he, we just did that maybe those bro- maybe there were chairs in different uh, they in were a different chairs. world yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah, it's really good um, that's super fun my uh my alternate title <laughs> or my title it's not an alternate title my title for this yeah. would be yeah. would be drop dead 
Oh, Drop Dead, yeah. It's a good one, I think. That's a great title, yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah. it's how she feels about herself, right? right? So, yeah, yeah I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like. I think I like yours, Drop Dead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. <laughs> right? <laughs> Talk about Stormlight giving us goosebumps. Oh my God, check this out. <laughs> In an age of storms and war... The Knights Radiant must stand again to protect, to seek justice, to speak the truth, to unite, and to always take the next step. Introducing the unforgettable characters of the Stormlight Archive as you've never seen them before. Premium miniatures and painted figurines. All crafted by top sculptors in collaboration with Brandon Sanderson. The time has come to speak again the ancient oaths. Life before death. Strength before weakness. Journey before destination. The Stormlight Archive Premium Miniatures now on Kickstarter. This is super exciting, guys. We have partnered up with Brotherwise Games to help spread the news of their amazing new Kickstarter, Stormlight Archive Premium Minis. You can find the URL in the show notes or just go to the Kickstarter homepage and search for Brotherwise Games. Make sure you sign up before the campaign ends on October 13th. And do us a little favor. Make sure you mention the StormPod uh, sent you in the comments section. That'll help us out tremendously. Oh my God, dude, this is so amazing. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of anything better. Stormlight Archive minis. Right? Wow. We're going to have to run a D&D game, for sure. We, we are totally going to have to run a Stormlight <laughs> game. Yeah, you know. Okay, chapter two mm-hmm. of Edge Dancer. Um, this one begins with... with uh, well, it begins with describing Yedda. Mm-hmm. This is a new city here that we saw an, an image of at the beginning. Right. Yetta was one of those cities. Lyft had always meant to visit it. It was in Tashik, a strange place even compared to Azir. Everyone here was too polite and reserved, and they were wearing clothing that made them hard to read. Mm-hmm. I like this observation here. Yeah, very cool. It was the closest you could get to seeing Sezimalik's Dar. And considering that place had been a war zone for basically a billion years, she wasn't likely to ever get there. Yeah. What I loved... Okay, so what I love is that are we still... I think we're still inside Lyft's mind here commenting on these things. Absolutely. Which is which is why she's saying they wore clothing that made them hard to read. This has been a war zone for basically like a billion years. <laughs> yeah. But, but here's the thing. I have to wonder, is she right? Right. Has it been a war zone for actually a billion years? I mean, I don't know. We know we know that they've been at war for a while, but, but I mean, yeah. a billion years seems that's a lot. <laughs> a lot, but desolations have been coming and going gazillion. over and over and over again. So maybe, like, maybe not a billion, but standing with her hands on her hips, looking down at the city of Yeda, this was a sight. They had only they had plastered everything in bronze or gold, 
she's noting here, all over their buildings and pretended that that was enough. But what good did that do, she, she's remarking. It just reflected her own face at her. She's talking she'd about... seen that She's talking about the bronze palace. Be, right. Yeah, yeah. And she'd seen that too often to be impressed by it. Right. I like... I, th- th- this makes me sad that the reflection of her, of her own face, she'd seen that too often to be impressed. Right, right. It's pretty sad. This was impressive, she thinks. A majestic city cut out of the starving ground. She says starving there. Yeah. She'd heard some of the fancy scribes in his ear talk about it. They said that this was a new city, mm-hmm. created only a hundred years. It says here, hundred. Hundred, Did you yeah. get that? Yeah. Yeah, a hundred. <laughs> I love this. hundred years back by hiring the imperial shard blades out of his ear. These imperial shard blades, they didn't spend much time at war. They were used to make mines, cutting up rocks and stuff, she says. Or she's thinking, very practical, kind of like using the royal throne as a stool to reach something on the high shelf. I love this because it made me, me think it was a, uh, a metaphor. And then she says she really shouldn't have, <laughs> she shouldn't have gotten yelled for that. Like she actually yeah. did it. Like I thought it was like, she what a great metaphor. And I'm like, actually she did it. <laughs> she used Gox's yeah. throne for something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. This is amazing. I really love this so much. And because I didn't, I didn't get a... I didn't get a um, a uh, title for this because mm-hmm. we're just kind of doing this on the fly. Yeah, but I kind of I'm kind of digging the high shelf. High shelf is good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. kind of digging that yeah, right now. Nice. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they'd used those shard blades here. This had once been a large flat plain, but they've got hundreds of trenches now cut into the stone, interconnected like a huge maze. And in the spaces between these trenches, the people worked the fields. People lived in these trenches. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Isn't it's it... not just where you go for war. Yeah. You're, you're living in the trenches. I love this. Yeah. Isn't it cool? And they, were, they, and they used... were multiple floors deep. Yeah. 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 It's like a, it's like a, um, they're, they're like buildings, but downwards. Yeah. And they were made. With shard blades. With shard blades. Didn't we have a character, like, lament the idea that these shard blades were only ever used for war and that they weren't used to help people build or people do stuff? Remember we had a character in one of the earlier books? I think it might have been Dalinar. Like, why haven't we ever used shard blades for for helping people out? Remember he, and then he used his armor and that hammer to break the trench, to make that big trench. Right. Like, why are we using them to... Why are we why not we using, using these... Them to build instead of to destroy? Well, this is well, a perfect why, example of that. Why aren't we using them for more practical means? Mm-hmm. Like what Liv just notes earlier. Like, yeah. look, it's still a throne. Can I not use it to, to get something get the off high, the top the shelf? shelf? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it might even be a metaphor that, that if you need something off the high shelf, you can use the throne. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I wonder if that'll come or up. Like maybe, you, you, maybe you, it mo- you means more. Have to use- maybe it means more that, um, that it ha- that the throne should be be a tool to lift up to lift up the little people. Yeah, could be that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, how do they avoid being washed away in a high storm with these? 
trenches that they live in. They'd cut large channels leading out from the city. Mm -hmm. Ones that nobody seemed to live in so that the water could escape. We talked about this earlier, but it's genius. Yeah. She could hide really well in there, she thinks, about the city. Yeah. That was why she'd come, after all, to hide. Nothing else. No other reason. Which is not entirely true. It's not entirely true. There is another reason. Mm -hmm. The city didn't have walls. That's interesting. But it did have a number of guard towers. So I do like that, that, that this is a very flat area. You've got this large mound in the middle mm-hmm. of this maze-like uh, city, but also these towers. Right. It kind of reminds me of the surface of the Death Star, to be honest. A little bit, yeah. You've got the, you, Where you've it got goes the trenches. Inwards, yeah. You've got the, yeah, it's neat. How on Roshar did they manage to cut away so much rock, Wendell says. Shard blades. Right. Says Lift. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, those... Yes, those, Wendell says. So it looks like he's got a reaction to yeah. shard blades mm-hmm. as well. C- certainly we've got, we've had this reaction similar, not in t- not the same, but from Sill. From Sill, yeah. I should get me one of those, eh? She, she says to Wendell. Wendell strangely groaned loudly. Mm-hmm. I figure she explains that darkness has one, right? He fought with one when he was trying to kill me in Gox, so I ought to find one. Yes, Wendell says, you should do just that. Let us pop over to the market and pick up a legendary all-powerful weapon of myth and lore worth more than many kingdoms. I hear they sell them in bushels following spring weather in the east. Shut it, Voidbringer, she says. You know something about Shardblaze, don't you? The vines of him seemed to wilt. Yeah. You do, she says. Out with it. What do you know? He shook his vine head. Tell me, Lift warns. It's forbidden. You must discover it on your own. The journey, right? Yep. I love this part. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I'm discovering it from you, she says. (laughs) Tell me or or I'll bite you. What? I'll bite you, she says. I'll gnaw on you, Voidbringer. You're a vine, right? I eat plants. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> That's Sometimes. Awesome. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Sometimes. You know what's funny is she's talking about the Voidbringers earlier about eating souls and eating people. Yeah. And it's like, no, uh, Lyft, you're the one that does that. You don't, you're, not, you're not even fond of eating your vegetables. <laughs> right. Like, I eat <laughs> plants sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even assuming my crystals wouldn't break your teeth, Wendell says, my mass would give you no sustenance. It would break down into dust. It's not just about sustenance, it's about torture. I love this. Mm -hmm. She's just torturing him. Honestly, mistress, I don't think you have it in you. It was good to see him have a backbone. Or, well, the plant equivalent, whatever that was. Back bark? Love it. Cute cute little highlight, little back bark. Yeah, that's a second level cleric spell. Back bark? Yeah. You're supposed to obey me, she says. You ain't following the rules. I am indeed, he says with a huff. You just don't know them. Mm-hmm. And I'll have you know that I am a gardener and not a soldier. So I'll not have you hitting people with me. Why would I hit anyone with you? She asks. Yeah. He wilted so far he was practically shriveled. Right. So, yeah, so there's a lot to, 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 not a lot to talk about, but a little bit to talk no. about here. So yeah. the fact that, that Lyft doesn't have a shard blade 
and right. doesn't know that that Wendell can become one. Right. Means that she hasn't said the third ideal yet. Right. So the I uh, um uh, I will remember those uh, those who are forgotten. Right. Could must be, the be second. her second ideal. Right. So she so she has not said her third yet. So it gives us right. kind of an idea of where she is in her in her like uh, progression yeah, for, her journey. Uh, for her yeah. order. Yeah. Um, I love that Wendell is trying to not tell her stuff, but then tells her stuff like yeah, accidentally. You know, yeah. So I'll not have you hitting people with me. And people then she's me. like, why would why I would hit I? anybody with you? And then that's exactly he what he's saying. Like, I don't want to be a sword for you to hit people with me. You know, you know what I mean? Right. I love yeah. it so much. It's so funny. They merged with the larger crowd turning toward the tower now where there was a gateway into the city. Mm-hmm. So, Wendell says, as they passed a chal cart, this is where we are going all along? This city cut into the ground? Lyft nodded. You could have told me, Wendell said. I've been worried we'd be caught outside in a storm. Why? It ain't raining anymore. The weeping oddly had stopped, and then started again, and then stopped again. It was like regular weather. Mm-hmm. This, I thought, was interesting. Yeah, well, we know things are really messed up right now. Right. Things right. are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Wendell said. Something is wrong, mistress. Something in the world, I can feel it. Did you hear what the Alethi king wrote to the emperor? About a new storm coming, Lyft says. One that blows the wrong way? Yes. Ah, oh, the noodles are all are all called that... Sorry, the noodles all called that silly. The noodles, he, he queries. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, you know, the people who hang around Gox, talking to him all the time, telling him what to do, and trying to get me to wear a robe. The viziers of Azir, the head clerks of the empire, and advisors to the prime. Yeah, you know, wavy arms and blubbering features. Noodles. Anyway, they, <laughs> I love this. For her, like, they're just, like, noodly yeah. people. Like, yeah. just... Couldn't help but think of the noodly appendages of the flying spaghetti monster. um, And I I couldn't help but also think of the term muggles. Right. um, When she's like, yeah, they're just a bunch of noodles. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of muggles a bit there. One of the things I like here is that um, she's reframing everything to how she thinks. And it makes me think a little bit about uh, another book series called The Dresden Files, where when Harry Dresden fights something incredibly scary and incredibly hard, he gives it like a silly name. To like make himself less to afraid. diminish it, yeah, to diminish it, right. to make himself less afraid of it. And That's for here, cool. like these viziers of Azir are super yeah. impressive people, but for her, yeah. she's based them down to noodles. <laughs> like they're just noodles. Yeah, you're just yeah. you're just noodles. I like that a lot. Yeah. High Prince Dalinar Colon. Oh, wait, no, sorry. You know, wavy arms and blubbering features. Noodles. Anyway, they thought that that angry guy. And she calls him that angry yeah. guy. D- Dalinar Colin. Dalinar the is Blackthorn that angry guy. Is that angry guy? <laughs> I almost want that to be the title of this chapter. Yeah, that angry guy. Yeah. And she and he's like that angry guy. You mean High Prince Dalinar Colin, de facto king of Alethgar and most powerful warlord in the world right now? Yeah, she's like yeah, uh, was making stuff up. Maybe, but don't you feel something out there building? She uh, has a quiet moment here. Mm-hmm. She says, a distant thunder, or the way you feel after someone drops a pan, and you see it falling, and get ready for the clatter it will 
Meg, when it hits, so you do feel it, says Wendell. Yeah. She says, maybe. A chow cart rolls past. Nobody paid any attention to her. They never did. And nobody could see Wendell but her because she was special. Don't you Voidbringer friends know about this? We're not Lift, we're Spren. But my kind, we're Cultivation Spren, are not very important. We don't have a kingdom or even cities of our own. We only move to bond with you because the Cryptics and the Honor Spren and everyone were starting to move. Mm, interesting. Interesting that he says we only moved to yeah. bond with so you. So him and other Cultivation Spren. Spren only decided to move and send someone to get lift because right. cryptics, cryptics and honor spren were all were doing it as well we're we're moving yeah but the funny thing here is i don't know i don't know if this is a discrepancy or if we're getting some information from windle here that we never got from sill sill said she was the only honor spren honor spren to yeah. come to the physical world to search for someone but he's saying here we only moved to bond with you because the cryptics and the honor spren and everyone were starting to move so like they they Indicating they decided to do it more than one there could yeah. be yeah and it's that's really interesting to think about mm -hmm. but it's also like everyone's doing it we got to do it too like we're not important but we yeah. have to be involved in this if everyone else is doing it he says oh we've jumped right into the sea of glass feet first but we barely know what we're doing everyone who had any idea of how to accomplish all of this died centuries ago right do you know you know That's... what she, he's referring to when he says this too right He's referring to his he's own kind, his Sprens. The only Spren who knew how to do any of this stuff died centuries yeah, ago. Died centuries ago. And they're yeah. referring to when the Knights Radiance broke their oaths. Broke their oaths. And killed all the, the Sprens that were, they were nail bonded to. Right. Broke so all the all bonds. those Spren that were dead, that are now dead. That's what Cryptic said that. Like, we, we don't know what to do because all the ones who knew are dead. Right. So Windle's also confirming that, which is great. It's another source, right? Yeah, it is another source. He grew along the road beside her as they followed the Chalkart. Everything is wrong, and nothing makes sense, Windle continues. Mm -hmm. Bonding to you was supposed to be more difficult than it was, I gather. Memories come to me fuzzily sometimes, but I do remember more and more. That's uh, maybe an indication of the memories Right. I will remember those who have been forgotten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, we, know, we know this exact same thing happened with, crypt, uh, the, with uh, Pattern and with Syl. Right. Callan would ask Syl something and Syl would be like, I know that I know it, but it's just, it's just beyond my yeah, reach. Right. right? So right, right. another Spren confirming these kinds of things. Wendell knows a lot, but doesn't know things until they need to know it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because if Windle knows too much, then, um, then Lyft can't discover it on her own. You know what I mean? Right. So like there's yeah, a, she, she has to go through the journey. Right. It's also right. a good, it's, it goes, it's also good for writing. So that this way, you know, yeah. Brandon Sanderson is, is removing the ability for the spren to be able to just tell their, right. their, their, right, their right. search binder or everything. Course. So yeah. 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 
it's it's the the utility of, of story versus just immediate revelation mm-hmm. yeah that might be because he continues here that might be because of your unique circumstances but mistress listen to me when i say something big is coming this was the wrong time to leave azir we were secure there we'll need security there isn't time to get back she says no there probably isn't at least we have shelter ahead yeah assuming darkness doesn't kill us darkness the skybreaker who attacked you in the palace and came very close to murdering you yeah he's in the city didn't you hear me complaining that i needed a shard blade in the city in yedda where we're going right now <laughs> yep the noodles have people watching for reports of him a note came in right before we left saying he'd been spotted in yedda Wait, Wendell zips forward, leaving a trail of vines and crystal behind. He makes a face, looking at her. Is that why we left all of a sudden? Is that why we're here? Did you come chasing that monster? Course not, Lyft says, hands in her pockets. That would be stupid. Which you are not. Nope. Well, then why are we here? They got these pancakes here, with things (laughs) cooked into them, supposed to be super tasty, and they eat them during the weeping. They got ten varieties. I'm going to steal one of each. You came all this way, leaving behind luxury to eat some pancakes. Yeah. No, no, no. Really awesome pancakes, she says. <laughs> okay, that's got to be the title for um, chapter two. I was just about to write really it down, Really awesome dude. pancakes. Really awesome pancakes. Right. Yeah, that that's had to be. the title yeah. for chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that a deific shard bear is here, a man who went to great lengths to try to execute you? Well, he wanted to stop me from using my powers, Lyft said. He's been, oh, sorry, he's been seen in other places. The noodles looked into it. They're fascinated by him. Everyone pays attention to that bald guy who collects the heads of the kings, but this guy has been murdering his way across Roshar too. Little people. Quiet people. Don't you love that? Little people, quiet people. Everyone pays attention to that bald guy who collects the heads of kings, meaning Zeth. Meaning Zeth, yeah. But this guy guy, has been murdering his way across Roshar too. Little people, quiet people. And we know that he doesn't want Surge Binders to come back. He killed Yim. No. He tried to kill Lyft. So who yep. else has he murdered? Which other potential surge binders has he killed? You know what I like it is that what I like here is that Lyft is on it. Yeah. She's taking on this threat while everyone else is worrying about the bald guy. Pancakes is an excuse, bro. I mean, I think she's here for the pancakes, but I also yeah. think she's here for nail. So do I. Yeah. It's really it's awesome. It's almost like it's almost it's almost like you know like, like a Peter Pan character doesn't want to admit that they actually have a um almost like a an adult or mature reason for being here and right. doing things. Right. They have to say pancakes because they <laughs> Pan- don't want to say pancakes. Look, I'm here I'm here to actually confront darkness. Right. Yeah. I mean, which which funnily enough, I'm here to confront my shadow. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The darkness um, and we came here why? Wendell asks. Seems like a good place as any, she says. He let himself slide back uh, of the cart. As a point of fact, 
It most expressly is not as good a place as any. It is demonstrably worse for you sure I can't eat you, she asks. That would be super convenient. You got lots of extra vines. Maybe I could nibble on a few of those. Yeah. I assure you, mistress, that you would find the experience thoroughly unappealing. <laughs> I have to I have to make a prediction here, I think. Yeah. Um I think that eating her spren could be a big deal. Hmm. I don't know. Like, made, her she, spren is sort of made up of crystals too. I don't know if she'd be able to digest that. I, I and I don't know if I'm gonna be right here, but that's that's my that's my guess. He's saying no no no, don't do it. She's threatening to do it, but doesn't do it. And I almost kind of want like some some kind of like physical event between one of the characters and these spren like so far it's been about transformation like sill becoming a blade sill kind of materializes you know or arrives Mm -hmm. it's not like kaladin is you know holding her caressing her you know like tangible events that happen now i'm not exactly necessarily saying that eating a spren is necessarily a good thing right right but but maybe Maybe creation spren can or be eaten. Cultivation spren? Or sorry, what, cultivation right. spren. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You did have this kind of uh, uh, little theory from before about spren like going inside the chests of of someone before. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was at the end. Uh, it was in Words of Radiance. It was in Words, yeah. When they were Nothing ever about, came think, of it, and we didn't really ever talk about it with Joel because, I mean, we had so much stuff to talk about with Joel, but... Right, um, right, but right. Yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an interesting thought. Well, we'll see. Um, hunger sprints, or her stomach is growling. Hunger spren were appearing. Little brown specks with wings. I got two powers, Lyft says. I can slide around, awesome, and I can make stuff grow. So I could grow me some plants to eat. It would almost certainly take more energy and stormlight to grow the plants than the sustenance would provide, as determined by the laws of the universe, says Windle. Yeah. And before you say anything, there are laws that even you cannot ignore. I think, who knows, when you're involved. This is a really awesome idea she has. She would eat something... Use right. the stormlight that she gets from eating it to grow something mm-hmm. to eat it to get more stormlight. But what he's saying is that the return right. on on it is would not than... be enough. Yeah, so you would just run yeah. out eventually. Yeah, right. But she says I'm special, and I'm also hungry, more hungry than special right now. She says she poked her head out of line. This is the long line that's uh, going into Yedah. Mm-hmm. Several guards stood at the ramp down into the city. Some scribes were wearing the odd tashiki clothing. It was a long piece of cloth wrapped around themselves. This is kind of neat, this description of it going around each of their mm-hmm. limbs and waist and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, taking their time, letting people in, these guards were. A lot of people were waiting. Everyone here was makabaki with dark eyes and skin, darker than Lyft's brownish tan. They buzzed with exhaustion spren and hunger spren. They'd have expected mostly merchants, not families, to be waiting here. Who were all these people? And we already kind of talked about that with the yeah. wars that are going on. Yeah, it We've makes got a sense. lot of immigrants coming in. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people seeking asylum, maybe, you know, yeah. trying to get away from war. And I was also wondering with the hype, with Dalinar's announcement. Of the, maybe s- people, the storms? 
right? That people are coming in from other areas, you know, maybe trying to get to safety. Yada seems like a pretty, pretty good place to be for a high storm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you've got a great exodus coming in here. Mm -hmm. Um, Mistress Windle asks, hush, she says, I'm too hungry to talk. Are you, he's going to ask her something. Are you hungry? She interrupts him. Yes. So shut up. But he's trying to say something. Yeah. And then she says, I bet those guards have food. People always feed guards. They can't properly hit folks on the head if they're starving. That's a fact. (laughs) That's a fact. I love that. Yeah. She's so cute. And I like how she's thinking, you, you, you can't possibly hit people on an empty stomach. They must have food around. <laughs> right. <laughs> or to do a counterproposal, Wendell says, you could simply buy some food with the spheres the, the emperor allotted you. I didn't bring them. You didn't bring the money, he says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I ditched it when you weren't looking. Can't get robbed if you don't have any money. Carrying spheres is just asking for trouble. Besides, only fancy people have money like that. We normal folk, we have to get by some other way. So now you're normal, says Wendell. Yeah, of course I am. It's everyone else that's weird. Right. Before he could reply, she ducked underneath the chal wagon and started sneaking toward the front of the line. What a great chapter. It's a good chapter. It's another like back and forth between the two of them, learning a little bit about yeah. what's going on. We now know yeah. where she is in her like, in her edge dancer, like progression, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your, uh, what's your highlight for this little chapter? Oh my gosh. The pancakes. I love the pancakes that she came for pancakes, but that she came for pancakes, but it's not. Yeah. Pancakes is like, while everyone's dealing with the bald guy, right. I'm going after darkness. Right. Do you think she actually it, came here to, to go after him? Like, I think a part of her is, but she's not willing I to think, admit it to herself. And she's like, yeah, I'm just here for the pancakes. Right. Like, I'm just right. here. Oh, winky yeah. face. I'm, I'm just here for the pancakes kind of thing. Well, yeah, that's it. It's, it's very playful. It seems like it's like trying to follow the wind, this ribbon of wind, like yeah. the windspring that it's attracted to her. It's, yeah. it's, she's not going to outright, I think, claim that she's helping with these, with these important things that are happening. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going to be, no, no, no. I, I just came for the pancakes. Oh, well, yeah. And by the way, I did stop darkness or I did, yeah. I did some, I took away. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You know, I ate one of each 10 <laughs> pancakes. Oh, and I also beat uh, the Herald of Justice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. it too. My, my highlight is, um, is when, uh, he says, she's like, tell me. And he's like, it's forbidden. You must discover it on your own. And she's like, that's what I'm doing. I'm discovering it from you. Yeah. Tell me from you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I am discovering yeah. it from you. I, yeah, I just, from the, you. it's like little that's kid how logic, I'm going right? to discover yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really love that. I think uh, that's awesome. But, um, cute. I mean, title has to be really awesome pancakes. Really awesome pancakes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Drop dead. Agreed. Really awesome pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Love it. And it makes like, these are, these are very fitting t- chapter titles, I think for this book. Oh so yeah. Far. yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That's really awesome. Maybe, maybe if we're lucky, if there's a reprinting, maybe we can get one maybe of these we titles can convince included them to, with yeah. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> that Mr. Would be Sanderson. Awesome, yeah. Okay. Chapter three. Perfect. Chapter three begins with uh, a character that I'm going to, I think the, the way I'm going to say it is. Hauka. That's how I say it too. Hauka. Yeah. I kind of like that we have a different POV here because 
I, Me too. I, you know, we're two POVs with Lyft, and as with much as Lyft. we love Lyft, it's nice mm-hmm. to get a different like yeah. uh, a look on things. We've got to break it up. Mm-hmm. Tell you, you say, this chapter begins with a character named Hauka holding up a tarp, covering the suspicious pile of grain. She says, oh, it's Talyu from Azir? Yes, of course, officer. The man sitting on the front of the wagon squirmed, just a humble farmer. With no calluses, she mm-hmm. notices, Hauka thought. A humble farmer who can afford fine Leoforan boots and a silk belt. Hauka took her spear and started shoving it into the grain with the blunt end first. She didn't run across any contraband or any refugees. So that was a first. Mm-hmm. I like that she used the blunt end because if there was somebody hiding, she didn't want to hurt them. No, she, she's not here to, she, right. like, you know, even through this chapter, they like, they, it makes, makes it pretty clear. They're not here to stop refugees or immigrants coming into no, the city. They just they want need to know what's to report going on. It. Yeah. They just need to say yeah. how, like, <laughs> like make them fill f- uh, forms. We know that people in this region love paperwork, right? So they need to do their paperwork, yeah, right? Exactly, so, yeah. ugh, dude, this is one of my favorite things of this whole thing. Um, I need to get your papers notarized, she says. Pull your cart over to the side there. So this man grumbles, this supposed farmer, brings the cart over, backs the charl into the spot beside the guard post. The farmer with the wagon backed his cart in in very carefully as they were right next to the edge, the ledge overlooking the city. I like this imagery here Mm -hmm. to take the time to... Uh, I guess, imagine the precariousness. Yeah, it's like close, what, yeah. Of what could happen, you know, like, so, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I was just sort of delighting in that. Um, the immigrant quarter. Rich people didn't, en- didn't enter here. Only the ones without papers. Or the ones who hoped to avoid scrutiny. Right. I love, right away, that uh, Hauka is on it. Yeah, I, what a, such a small little chapter... Yeah. Revealing and giving us such an interesting character. I like, love her. I'm, I haven't, like I said, I haven't read this. I hope we no. get more of Hauka in this because I fell in love with Hauka right away. Yeah, right away. Um, an old scribe sat in a, in a seat near the front of the guard post. Nisikon liked to be out in the sun. Hauka bowed to this character. Mm-hmm. Nisikon was the deputy scribe of immigration on duty for today. This old man was wrapped head to toe in a yellow shikwa. I'm guessing that's a name to describe the garment or yeah. the style of yep. the garment, exactly, let's yeah. say. The one that we had just learned about, the, the one that they like wrap all the way around their body. Like oh, one okay. shikwa that goes all right. the way around. But yeah. around the limbs and the waist yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, cool. Um, they were in homelands. And the need to cover up before Nun Relisi, the enemy of their god, was minimal. Tashi supposedly protected them here. Okay, so there's a few... Tashik, right? Tashi Tashik, yes. Okay. It sounds like if they're outside of their homeland, Mm -hmm. wearing this shikwa protects them from this Nun Relisi's gaze. The but, enemy of their god, right, right. But now that they're here in Tashik, where Tashi, their god, kind of resides, Tashi okay. supposedly protects them while they're here. So they so don't Tashi... necessarily... So this man, Nashik and Nasikawan or whatever, has their face exposed, which is okay yeah. because he's home in his own homeland. 
Right. But if he's not in his own homeland, he would want all that covered up. He would want his face covered because up. Because the enemy of their God. Because the enemy of their... Oh, that's so them. great. Isn't that neat? I love it. Yeah. That's so great. Hauka herself wore a breastplate, a cap and trousers, and a cloak with her family and studies pattern on them. I like that, that it, her family has a pattern, her studies pattern, almost like what she was educated yeah, in. Is that kind yeah, of what they're saying? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. That is so cool. It's like, kind of like the call, it's like the Alethi calling and the, all that stuff that we know from Adolin, like his calling is dueling. Clearly she's got, um, she's got like her family crest or whatever. Yeah. And the, yeah. what she's studied what as she's a pattern studied. on her yeah. thing. Yeah. Isn't that I awesome? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, her credentials of achievement were certified by an Azamir vizier. She could have gotten a similar officer's job with the local guard anywhere in the greater Makabaki region, mm -hmm. though her credentials did make clear she wasn't, cer she wasn't certified for battlefield command. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's something that we will see in maybe. an arc for, for Hauka. Mm -hmm, maybe. Maybe she'll go get, into battle. Maybe she'll get certified, right. yeah. Yeah, that could be a, a trajectory. So Nisikon, this old man, Captain, he says to her, adjusting his spectacles, is he refusing to pay the tariff, referring to this, this would-be farmer. farmer? Yeah, Tariff is fine and in the strong box, Hauke says. I'm suspicious, though. That man's no farmer. Smuggling refugees? Checked in the grain and under the cart. It's new grain. A little overripe, but edible. Mm -hmm. Then the city will be glad to have it. He was right. The war between Emul and Tukar was heating up. But everyone was saying that. Right. That god-king of the Tukari, they were, there were all sorts of wild rumors about him. The god-king. It's not the first time we've heard this. Right. This has been, there's been a reference to this before in the past. I don't remember exactly where the reference is. Sorry uh, mm -hmm. if I don't remember every single word, but no, no, but I do <laughs> remember fine. we do, we have heard We've had, this had mad the God reference King. of Takari, the yeah. God King. Actually, I think it was, um, I think it was Amaram that might've said it. And he said something like, we have to worry about, um, Theta Car mm. and the, um, that, um, uh, that God King um, madman into, uh, in, into car. One of the mention this character anyways. Okay. So it's not, it's like the Mad second man, time we've say. heard about mm. it. That's it. Halka says your grace. I'll bet that man has been in Emul. He's been raiding their fields while all the able-bodied men are fighting the invasion. I like this detective work that she's thinking of here. Yeah. That while they're away, that's why he has these uh, fancy boots on and the silk belt. Mm -hmm. He just just stolen this grain yeah. and selling it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Nisikon nodded in agreement with this. Tax him as a smuggler and as a fence. I believe, yes, that will work. Triple tariff. I'll earmark the extra tariffs to be diverted to feeding refugees per referendum 371 Shah. Thanks, Halka says. Say what you want of the strange clothing and religion of the Tashiki, but they certainly did know how to draft solid civil ordinances. Isn't that awesome? And I think solid civil ordinances is not a bad title for this. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think I have one a little later, but this is, uh, that's a pretty good one. Okay. I have spheres for you, Nisikon noted. 
I know you've been asking for infused ones. Really, Halkasis? My cousin had some out in his sphere cage. Pure luck that he'd forgotten them. When that unpredicted high storm blew through. Excellent, Halka says. I'll trade you for them later. She had some information that Nisikon would be very interested in. They use that as currency here in Tashik. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Information is, is currency. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I really like this. Um, And storms, some lit spheres would be nice. After the weeping, most people didn't have any, which would be storming inconvenient, as open flames were forbidden in the city. Right. And I think we know why. Why do you think? At least, my, I have a guess. Do you have go, a guess? Go ahead. Okay, my guess? It's because of all the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much bloody I love paper. I that. That's so funny. They have so much paper in there. They're like, open flames yeah. in this. Are you crazy? We're going to lose our city. We have to keep the paperwork so we can have open flames in here. I think I, I my, my, <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. I think that's actually the real reason. I think that my more practical reason is that everything is kind of underground and yeah. um very probably very hard to put ventilation. fires out yeah ventilation yeah. all that stuff it's right? ventilation yeah. probably yeah. yeah but i was thinking no it's gotta be the paperwork it's, it's like the <laughs> precious this, paper this yeah. whole place like it's stormlight in here because this place will be gone like, <laughs> yeah, it, exactly, like it yeah. will burn like a silk dress yeah like and it's if there's gone. Uh, you know the weeping's been going on for so long and they don't have any spheres left it gets really dark really quick down there because yeah. everything's underground so yeah yeah it's, yeah, yeah. it's got to be harsh yeah. Okay, so that's funny. Um, <laughs> hang on a second here. Um, we'll need you to pay this tariff, says Hauka towards this uh, would-be farmer. And then this one too, she says. The man exclaims, a, f a fencing permit and smuggling? This is thievery. Yes, I believe it is, or was. <laughs> you can't prove such allegations, he says, slapping the forms down. Sure, she says, if I could prove that you crossed the border into Emul illegally, robbed the fields of good, hard-working people while they were distracted by the fighting, then carted it here without proper permits, I'd simply seize the whole thing. She leans in towards him. You're getting off easily. We both know it. Right. He met her eyes. And then, nervously, he started filling out the forms. Good, she thinks. There's no trouble today. And she liked it when there was no trouble. That was a a successful persuasion or intimidation check right there. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I love yeah. that. That's really cool. Yeah. She kind of reminds me, she's like super on it, observant. I don't know. Getting the Shalon Yasna vibes off this character. Yeah. I, I don't know what, like it, what it is. I just, I really like this character. I'm really down yeah. with it. I can't wait to yeah, learn more. I really hope yeah. we learn more. Yeah. I hope it's not a throwaway. Yeah. Dude, I'm digging this whole place. I just love, mm -hmm. I love it. I just, I just, wow. It's awesome. The tarp on the man's wagon began rustling. And Hauka whips in, sorry, Hauka whips the tarp backward and finds a young girl neck deep in the grain. The very grain that she had searched. Yeah. She had light brown skin, like she was a Reshi or maybe a Herdasian, but 11 or 12 years old. She hadn't been there before. So what do you think there? She hasn't been there before, but she was there. Is this just that when the, when the spear was put in, I'm awesome? 
so it slides. She could have. Me. She could have taken a couple of bites of the grain, made herself off it awesome, and it right. just slipped through. A few bites of the grain. Yeah. Right. Or it's possible that she just slipped in. Like, and yeah. I don't mean slip as in stormlight. Yeah. She just snuck in because the other right. thing we have to remember about Lyft is that, apart from all her surge binding, she's really fucking sneaky. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. This stuff, the girl says in Asia, tastes terrible. I guess that's why we make stuff out of it first. She swallows. You got anything to drink? The smuggler stood up in his cart. She's ruining my goods. She's swimming in it. Guard, do something. There's a dirty refugee in my grain. Great. The paperwork on this was going to be a nightmare. Out of there, child. Do you have parents? Of course I do, the girl says, rolling her eyes. Everyone's got parents, but mine are dead, though. What's that I smell? That wouldn't be pancakes, would it? Sure, Hauka says. Sunday pancakes. You can have one if you... Thanks. The girl leaps from the grain, spraying it in all directions. Hauka tried to snatch the child, but somehow the girl wiggled out of her grip. Right. And she leaped over Hauka's hands and then bounded forward and landed right on Hauka's shoulders. She then maneuvers and lands behind her. Tashi, the smuggler says. She stepped on your storming shoulders, officer. Thank you. Stay there. Don't move she says, dashing after the child, who brushed past Nisikon, the old man, causing him to drop his folders and entered into the guard chamber. Hauka thinks good. In the guard chamber, there weren't any other ways out of that post. Mm -hmm. Hauka thinks that she has her trap. Yeah, exactly. Hauka taking the club from her belt. She didn't want to hurt the little refugee, but some intimidation wouldn't be out of order. But the girl... She slid across the wooden floor, right under the table inside of this guard tower. She then stands up and knocks the entire table over, startling everyone backward who is sitting around it, dumping the food all over the floor. And the little girl says, sorry, didn't mean to do that. Her head popped up from the, beside the overturned table, and she had a pancake sticking half out of her mouth. <laughs> These aren't bad, she says. So funny. Yeah. The child, the child pushed against the floor and slid right between Rez's legs. So Rez, I think, is a character that's in the guard post. Yeah, he's one of the guards. One of the guards. I think okay. he, she said it said um, Hauka's men. Hauka's yeah, men Hauka's leapt men to their feet. There. Yeah. So she's the captain of this guard post, and these are all her like underlings. Is it Hauka or Hauka? Um, I, I I've been I saying Hauka. Hauka, yeah. The girl, in turn, reached up and wiggled through the room's single slot-like window, and Hauka gaped. Surely that wasn't big enough for a person, even a small one, to get through so easily. But she'd gotten to the roof somehow. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about this? That, like, can she basically kind of, like, Elastigirl? Kind of? Mr. Fantastic? Maybe... Like, she definitely was able to squeeze through a spot that she shouldn't have got through. Right. I don't think she, she can actually like make herself like elastic like that, but she can definitely slip in. Know. Like if you put your hand in something that d doesn't fit your, the, the friction is part of the reason. So there's no friction right. for her. She just slips. Right. So slides. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, it's a really good question actually. Right. Okay. So the girl wiggled through the room's slot-like window. Um, she get, gets to the roof to, uh, somehow. The girl's dark hair blew in the breeze. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that the wind is with her. I love it. 
Hey, she says, what kind of pancake was that anyway? I've got to eat all ten. Get back in here, Hauk assists. You haven't been processed for, Im for immigration. Hauka cursed and scrambled out of, the, out of the front, trailing by two of her guards. She's back in here, one of the scribes called from inside. The girl skidded out along the ground, a pancake in each hand and another one in her mouth. <laughs> she passed the two guards and scrambled towards the cart with the smuggler, who had climbed back down and was ranting about his grain getting soiled. Hauka leaped to grab the child, got a hold of her leg. She hung on. The refugee girl sat on the stone in front of her, her head cocked. She stuffed one of the pancakes into her mouth and then reached behind herself, her hand over the hitch where the cart was attached with the, to the chull. The hitch came undone, and the hook popped out as the girl tapped it on the bottom. It didn't resist a bit. Oh, storms, no. Off of me, Hauka screams, letting go of the girl and pushing the men free. The stupid smuggler backed away, confused. The cart was rolling towards the ledge. So it's going to go crashing down into the immigration sort yeah. of section, right? Or the, mm -hmm. the immigrant section. Hauka leaps for the cart in a burst of energy, seizing it by its side. It was dragging her along with, of it, uh, along with it, and she had terrible visions of it plummeting down over the immigrant quarter. The cart, however, slowly lurched to a halt. Hauka looked up from where she stood, feet pressed against the stones holding onto the cart. She didn't dare let go. There was the girl, on top of the grain again, eating the last pancake. They really are good. Tuck cake, Hauka says, feeling exhausted. You eat them for prosperity in the year to come. So I people should eat them all. My title, Sorry, my my title is for prosperity. That's the one I was gonna. I for just, prosperity. I love this whole like she's literally caused havoc, and this Hauka's like actually that's a tut cake. You eat them for prosperity in the yeah. year to come. I I just love how even she should be like you're under arrest. She's like no, you yeah. haven't been processed for immigration yet. Yeah, like she's more concerned with getting the paperwork done so she, this girl can be an immigrant than actually arresting her for causing mischief. Well, you know what I like about her, about this, is that she realizes, Hauka does, that she is bested. Yeah. When she turns around to see this girl on top of the grain again, yeah. rather, rather than ignore her or say, stop right there, yeah. like, you have to do, you have to do, you have to change. Yeah. You can't be you. Mm -hmm. I need to gobble you up. No, no, no. Hauka realizes. Yeah. Because the little girl says, um, they really are good. Mm-hmm. And she answers her. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I just, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe my title for this is Hauka. Just that. Yeah. Just because of Hauka. how much I love this character. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. It's Hauka. Yeah. Maybe Hauka. Yeah. yeah. And she says, tuck cake. You eat them for prosperity in the year to come. I almost, I can imagine Hauka being tired, exhausted. She's trying to, you know, pull this cart Slightly back impressed up. impressed as well. Yeah, and she's just, she's resigned. She's like, yeah. okay, kid, I have to deal with you. I will entertain your mm -hmm. your little whimsical yeah. queries here. Well, people should eat them all the time then, you know? Maybe, Hauka says. The girl nodded and then stood to the side and kicked open the tailgate. In a rush, the grain slid out of the cart. Yeah, It so was the strangest thing that Hauka had ever seen because the pile of grain became like liquid. 
flowing out of the cart, even though the incline was shallow. So, yeah, it, well, it glowed. It glowed. Softly yeah, as it flowed did. out and rained down the city, on the city. Yeah, so just a little second earlier when... Um, the hitch came undone, the hook popping out as the girl tapped it on the bottom. It didn't resist a bit. Like, right. just slide it out. So this yeah. is the first time I think, and maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm remembering the interlude wrong, but this is one of the first times we see Lyft infuse the surge of abrasion onto other items, not herself. She normally uses it to slide around and to get out to of things. To slide around, yeah. But right but now she, she can made make, the hitch slide out easy, and then now she all can the make grain, it, she's infused it with stormlight, and now it's all just pouring out. Sliding out, yeah. Yeah, like a wave, and she's riding the wave down. It's amazing. The, the, the grain is glowing softly as it flows out and rains down into the city. The girl smiled at Hauka. Isn't that then, awesome? And then she jumps off after it. Hauka gapes again as the girl fell after the grain. The two other guards finally woke up and grabbed hold of the cart. Mm -hmm. The smuggler was screaming, anger spren boiling up around him like pools of blood on the ground. Below, the grain billowed in the air, sending up dust as it poured into the immigrant quarter. Mm -hmm. It was rather far down, and she heard the shouts of delight and praise as the food blanketed the people down there. Yeah. The cart was secure. Hauka stepped up to the ledge. The girl was nowhere to be seen. Had she been some kind of a spren? Hauka's <laughs> thinking. Hauka searched again but saw nothing. Though there was this strange black dust at her feet. Which is the... It blew away in the wind. That's the leftover of Wendell's passing. Of Wendell. Yeah. That's what I thought as well. Yeah, it's so awesome. Captain, Rez asks, take over immigration for the next hour, Rez. I need a break. Storms. How on Roshar was she ever going to explain this in a report? <laughs> yes, please. Awesome. Dude, this is an amazing chapter, but... Awesome. When, but again, you know what I, gotta, I, I have to think here? It, it kind of goes back to what we're saying about Lyft, you know, accomplishing things based on her sense, her ideals, her sense of right and wrong, mm -hmm. her conscious, her consciousness. Like, I think that Lyft here is, is doing a bit of Robin Hood. Oh, maybe she's like, a, she's like taking saving from the, the rich, cart, giving to the poor. So, so, so there goes the cart. It could have crashed down and been a real problem. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, well, it's not going to be that hard to pull up and secure if it's empty. Right. So I'll make the grain slick and it's it all so going to spill into the it'll poor go area. Down, yeah. It'll go down to the air. Oh, those people will be happy about that, which they were. Mm -hmm. You can hear them delighting that it was falling down like right. gold raining down on them. It's almost like she had a little Robin Hood moment and went, I can do this. Yeah. I, I think that, wow. I think that maybe that's definitely a good way to look at it. I don't know if Lyft was thinking it like that at all, but like, I no, think it's a happy accident that happened, but I hope I, she did. Cause that would be really, really cool. I think that a lot of what Lyft is going to accomplish is going to be a little bit like these little happy accidents. Yeah. 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 So what's, uh, what are your, what's, what, what, what's your highlight for this chapter? Oh, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be Hauka. Yeah. It's good. You know what, you know what the highlight really is? 
Hauka answering lift. Yeah, at the end. And not being upset or frustrated with her. No. She's resigned and she just says, um, what does she say and how does she say it? She says, uh, I'm just trying to go back to it. Stay here, don't move. No, no, that's not it. Tuck cake, she says. You eat them for prosperity in the year to come. Yeah. yeah. It's like matter that of fact. Mo that moment. That's that's my highlight. I think that the title chapter has to be Hauka too, just because of what a what a oh, really yeah. cool, interesting I character. Agree. But since since I'm not giving a I'm gonna get like my highlights the same highlight as you just gave. And since I'm not really yeah. giving an original highlight, let me give a prediction. Okay. Here. Yeah. I think that what's happened will have to go in a report. And the fact that a report right. will be written with the glowing rice and the slippery kid, and we know that nail, that darkness It'll, is in Yada Is in here, yeah. I think that's going to get back to him and he's going to be aware that she's here. Ah. Uh, like, as fun as that was, unfortunately, yeah. she made too much of a scene and now- Right the wrong person or maybe the right person if you're the right lift, person, yeah. if you're if you're thinking what lift wants to do is get him but either way i think he's going to find out about it through this right. this report and i mean people the immig immigration sector is going to be talking about the grain and yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like all this stuff so this is going to have created a scene that now lift is going to have to deal with that can be ignored right yeah yeah brings attention unwanted attention maybe mm -hmm. wendell's going to freak out yeah. he's going to be like oh, I just want <laughs> you know he's gardening going to. right now yeah absolutely absolutely that's so awesome yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's do a little info dump here. Um, normally sure. a buzzkill yeah. Joe is, um, helping us with the, the, the info dumps, but I'm taking it on myself to do it now because Jack and I's recording schedule has changed a little bit and we are going to mm -hmm. try to get as much of edge dancer done as possible we are going to there's no set schedule for anyone to follow we are just going to record when we can and the chapters are small enough to be able to just kind of at a moment's notice read and then record so um so yeah that falls on me now to do the info dump but it's like classic days when info dumps weren't as good remember <laughs> um so, that's right yeah so uh drop deads are tall twisty trunks made of woven vines mm -hmm. branches pointing upwards like i said there's probably already um a um a, na a proper name for this um but um lift calls them in uh, uh maybe we'll have that for the next episode but uh yeah, yeah um uh, lift calls them drop deads which is really fun um um axe hinds are obviously axe hounds she just doesn't say it properly i think right um well, the uh, prime Equizix is Gox. He's the emperor of Azir, mm -hmm. which we kind the of ruler. know already. Mm -hmm. um, Yada is a city in uh, Tashik. Um, and we um, we know a little bit about Tashik because this is like a hub of all the span reads. Anytime anyone's talking about right. messaging someone information on Information is currency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Jack. Right. Yeah. So all this information's coming into uh, to Tashik, this, uh, this place. Um, and the city of Yada is one of the cities in Tashik. So it seems like this is kind of a hub of span read activity, which is really, really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I wonder if we're going to get a little bit of that in this book. Um, yeah. we get, uh, several, um, we get anger spren, we get hunger spren, we get cultivation, uh, cultivation spren, yeah, which is what uh, Wendell. Wendell is called. So we've got a lot, <laughs> a little list of, of spren. Don't want to spend too much yeah. time on them because it's all spren that we've heard about before. 
Um, yes. I th- yeah. The, uh, the sequa is a single sheet uh, that is wrapped around a person's entire body from head mm-hmm. to toe. Um, they wore, um, they wear it as a way to protect themselves from Nun Relisi, which is what we talked about already. This right, is the, the enemy, enemy of, of their, their God. God. Yeah. And it yeah. says specifically that when they're in their, when they're in their homeland, they don't need to wear it as strictly because their God is all is here to protect them, which is a, a Tash, a Tashi or whatever. Tashi, so yeah. that's really interesting. The last thing I have here is uh Leah foreign boots. These seem to yeah. be very expensive of boots yeah and i do remember that adolin was reading a men's fashion magazine and leah four was one of the styles that he was reading really? about yeah leah four okay it's a so tiny it's little here. yeah it's one of these yeah, tiny little cool. countries in this region known as makabaki remember yeah. then this story that was told to us earlier in the series of how the makabaki people were were created there were 10 kingdoms um, it had to do with like seeds and this, 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 this mythology and, uh, Leofor is one of these 10 kingdoms that, ex- uh, that existed in the Makabaki region, which is really, really okay. awesome. And, so. and known for their, for their amazing boots. Apparently yeah, known for their fashion. Yeah. There so yeah, it, very interesting. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, episode, everyone. If, uh, you want to, um, you know, continue after listening to this and want to be part of the, um, the, the conversation, you can do so on our discord. You, the best way to get that is to or the only way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash heroes of and sign up for the Patreon. Um, you can, there's a bunch of different tiers there. You can sign up. There's all kinds of different perks. Um, if you go to the first one, you get uh, a Discord link. If you go to the second tier, Mike will send you an awesome care package from us. There's all kinds of goodies that you can get. So yeah, just to go to uh, patreon.com slash heroes up to look uh, look more and uh, find out more information at the, the website. Uh, just <laughs> having a hard time speaking right now at the end of the episode. Um, if you <laughs> want to reach out to us, you can do so at heroesofcather at gmail.com. You can do so on Twitter at heroes of one. On Instagram, uh, the Storm Pod. Um, there's also the subreddit, the Storm Pod. So that's a, a great way to be able to reach out. There's all kinds of people posting stuff all the time now, which is super fun. So thanks everyone who's being involved. Um, the, the 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 Facebook page. You know, I've always said the, the the mangled mess that was the Facebook page. Well, I started doing a little more on the Facebook page. So if you're a person who would rather use Facebook, you can find us on the the Storm Pod uh, on Facebook as well. So, um, so what do you think so far? Are you are you jazzed about this book? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Me too, yeah, man. Lift all the way. It's, Hauka, lift. I even love this. Uh, it would have been my highlight if not for Hauka being so interesting in her response to lift. But I really love this idea of the Shikwa. Yeah, me too. And and this uh, protection against the enemy, my God. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just I, I just think there's lots to explore here. We so, spend so um, much time talking about Vornism that there are all these right. other really cool, interesting lore building, yeah. world building religions out there. So yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. jazzed about this book, but I'm really jazzed that we're covering it together and me reading it for the first time. I'm just, I'm really yeah. excited for the next three chapters. I can't wait to get to them. So, um, it feels all, yeah. it feels all special. It does feel special. <laughs> uh, well, thank you everyone much for listening. Uh, we, uh, really appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. We love you very much. Until next time. Take care, everybody. The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. 
Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Akathra.